I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Trebor Softmints, bringing a softer, mintier feel to your Saturday morning. Absolute Radio. No, I don't, because I find my girlfriend a very nice person with a warm personality. Where you seem quite arrogant and forward and a very brassy person. Sorry, I was just saying, if I was asked to do a sort of a guest vocal in that that song about don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me that's how i that's how i'd respond oh good i thought you were giving a character appraisal of me no 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 it's just uh, no i think it needs that doesn't it mm. no i certainly do and that would be even to even think about that would be an act of betrayal that's what it needs it needs a moral uh, compass that I mean, song if it's okay to say your girlfriend is quite hot oh he's gone creepy way. again frank not he's got the not eyes. creepy He's got the eyes. Not in the same way that they are, so she's not hot like them, but she's hot in a probably, you know, better creepy way. Creepy Christmas elf. <laughs> <laughs> creepy! No, 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 I she is. Another... And she's also very hot physically. In the in bed. We, we, we... Frank, that is absolutely <laughs> no. disgusting. No, if you'll just wait. This is like don't... me talking about kissing all over she's again. I'm all... Kissing all no. over? Frank, <laughs> don't talk again. about Kathy no. in bed. No, it's very listen, disloyal. When I say hot, I mean temperature-wise. Oh, OK. Right. She's much, much... She sleeps outside of the duvet, <laughs> even though there's no heating in the room whatsoever. She steams in the night. Mm. You get Whereas very I, cold. Oh, I've got all... I've got me... Um, Virgin Airways um, business travel sleep suit on at night. That's mm. true. Are you? Yeah. Do you have the little <laughs> eye thing like Top Cat? I can see you in one of those. The eye thing? No. Oh, don't you? Little no. eye mask? No, no, I don't like the eye mask. Okay. I'm quite hot physically, but Laura's got icy, icy fingers often. Has she? Mm. She wants to get some fingerless gloves like Lucio. <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to sleep in fingerless gloves. That, 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 <laughs> unless you're homeless, I think sleeping in fingerless gloves is a is a no no. I'm relieved how that sentence ended. Oh, Frank. Yes. <laughs> oh, dear. anyway, uh, this is the, uh, <laughs> the not not the weekend podcast with Frank Skinner and Emily and Gareth. Mm. Last Hi. one of the year. Last one of the year. Don't sound All like right. it's good news. <laughs> no. So, just got that en- end of term feeling. Yeah. Can oh, I just no. say, just Frank, Gareth's beard's getting a slightly unruly. <laughs> mm. You are getting it because I haven't shaved it. No, but it was designer stubble, and now yeah, it's a beard. It's very long. No, now it's it's bordering on mentally unwell. Now it's, be- <laughs> it's be- beardering on. Yeah, that. Beardering. What a, beardering. I, I say it's be- beardering. <laughs> I think it's time we had a break. <laughs> yeah, maybe beardering. you're right. Maybe you're right. Beardering on the ensued. Speaking of um, breaks and Yuletide and all that, I, I read in the paper that um, Simon Cowell. Spent three thousand pounds on each of his um, fellow judges. Has he on uh, Britain's Got Talent and X Factor? What assassinations? No gifts. Oh, oh. and what oh. he's bought them is Botox vouchers. Oh, oh, that's a good present. It's a bit personal, though, isn't it? No, surely it's... Cheryl Cole wouldn't use. Well, the thing about Botox is you're meant to do it. Um, as a preventative thing. Is that right? Yeah. So the idea is if you get it done young. I mean, I should. Fa- I have had it once some years ago. Oh. I wouldn't do it again, though, Frank. Where did you have it? In, your, in, in my your... forehead, I had it. <laughs> okay. But I wouldn't... I did it once. I'm not proud of the fact it was... Oh, no, I'm very young. proud of the fact. Oh. How dare you? But... Are you, are you frowning? I can't tell. <laughs> mm. But I wouldn't do it again. No. 
Um, I did. I just felt nervous about it. It's too much in its infancy. I want to wait. Once yeah. it's more sophisticated, it's been around. Hell yeah, I'll, I'll do it all over. But no, I, f- I just I tried that, it the once. I feel that about the eye surgery. You know, when people get corrective eye surgery, it's in its infancy. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to be. You know, have it done, and then the first person who had it done goes, "Ah, oh, my eyes!" Ah. Yes, I know what you mean. Well, I felt like it when Al Jolson asked me to be in the jazz singer, which was the first talkie. I said to him, I said, I feel that the motion picture industry is still in its infancy. He didn't, you know, he never spoke to me again. He was that kind of a bloke. Yeah, he, he, he was, if he had his own way, mm. fine. If he didn't have his own way, he didn't want to know your old Jolson. Running to his mummy. He might have had a million dollars, but he certainly didn't have a million friends. That's what I'm saying about Al Jolson, OK? But, Frank, on, it would have been a nice gesture had you got us maybe one cosmetic procedure each mm. well <laughs> that's I all know, i don't know where i'd put me botox if i had I three grand i can one. think of some places well I, uh, what if you gave I me one but i'm happy with the way it is thanks yeah. what, Sorry. With, what, what is you have to frank oh are you about to ask you know us what you gave me <laughs> the oh right no i was thinking the botox <laughs> the botox right. obviously what if you've got something very crinkly that you'd like straightening out mm. but that would change that would be weird <laughs> Do you want me to honestly tell you both, if I was going to get a procedure... I could get my elbows done. What if I got my elbows done and made them completely smooth? <laughs> Pointed. Yeah. Sharp. No, but just... You know, you know, That's you know, what you would get, have to happen. You know, there's like, it's like, like the like top a... of a walnut whip on each elbow mm. as you get older. Well, I suppose a walnut. I mm. think that constitutes mm. the top of a walnut whip. To, to have that all smoothed out. But, Frank, one thing you have good, I'll give you this... Is very good skin. You're actually quite youthful looking. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> I just said Merry one Christmas. thing you have got. <laughs> yes. So, so, and what procedure would you recommend? You're going to recommend procedure. But Frank, first? well, he's already had one. Yeah. Mm. He had one not so long ago. Was it a wart removal? I can't remember. It was um, t- tree panning. <laughs> <laughs> I had quite a lot of um, fluid took from uh, <laughs> from out of uh, my flask. <laughs> so. Sorry, but I thought I'm going to say this and then someone's going to text in and say I have to be tree panned twice a week yeah. and there's nothing funny about it. So yeah. I, I bottled it. I, I don't know. If you do bottle it, I don't know if it would be marketable. I don't know what it's like, some mucus type. Who knows? Merry Christmas, everyone, anyway. <laughs> and um, Reasons to be cheerful. <sighs> that you're not being tree panned. That's what <laughs> I always say. Is it tree panned or trepanned? I thought it was trepanning. Or trepanning. Mm. Oh, well, I mean... I don't know what it is. Should I not ask? Oh, God. You drill someone's head, I think, and then you put a tube in and sock on the tube. You know when you take petrol out of a parked car? Mm. You do that, but with their mm. brain fluid. Right. Oh, yeah. I Didn't you that learn that time. in your media arts degree? I've had a straw fitted. <laughs> but I ever get thirsty. Oh, like one of them coconut drinks you mm. get in yeah, on exactly holiday. Like yes. So, um, what, what we. Oh, yeah, the opticians. Yeah. I went to the opticians this week. Nothing wrong with my eyes. Mm, that's good. But you wear spectacles. I know, but they haven't got any worse. Okay. <laughs> they haven't, there's been no deterioration, which my optician said was a good thing. No deterioration, generally. Good yeah. Thing, he right was very keen on telling me what was good and what was. He said, there's been no deterioration with my eyes, which is a good thing. Mm. And then he told me the things he looked. You know, they look at the back of their eye, of your eyes, where they shine a light in. They look at the back of your eyes. Yeah, the back of your eyeballs. Well, they make you wear those Elton John glasses, don't they, mm. the opticians? Oh, yeah, those Increasingly big, surreal change. glasses. I find I that like. more and more difficult. You know, you have to say which is clear and which is... Yeah. <laughs> I find that really stress-making. 
Because I think, well, I'm not totally sure. I could make a decision yeah. now, which is going to affect what I have to wear bad. for the next year or, no, said, or two. Well, also, I'm not, I'm I try sure and I style it out and I lie a bit because I don't <laughs> want them to think I'm too blind, which is a bit self-defeating. It is. That is. Yeah. That's foolish. Anyway. I just choose a colour. You know, they do the red or green thing, which is sharp. I just choose a colour and go all the way through. Yes, mm. I think red, honesty red, is very red, important red. in an eye test, generally speaking. I, I My um, optician, last time I went, said, oh, you've actually improved. You oh. were um, 250 in your right eye, uh, minus 250, and now you're at minus, uh, no, minus 150, and now you're minus 125. So oh. I've got a box of 125s, and I thought, I don't agree. I don't really? agree. Really? Wow. So I went against their you're advice. To eye to eye. Exactly. I went back to the 150s. Mm-hmm. So I completely ignored that instruction. And I'm sure I'm right. Mm-hmm. So um, what does that tell you? If you're given medical advice, please follow that advice, unless um, you have a second opinion. So um, what he was very keen on telling me what I didn't have. So he looked at the back of my eyes and he said, oh, it's fine. Um, and usually they go, oh, it's fine. And he goes, oh, so that means that you haven't got glaucoma, you haven't got diabetes, and you haven't got cataracts. That's good. Well, well, that's, that's, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But, like, when you go to the doctors, they don't tell you stuff you haven't got. Well, I suppose that's true. But I suppose he was underlining what... We had been all, all there all day yeah, for doctor. True. Mm. Yeah, Start with Can a good news. Can you still news. get a monocle? <laughs> Oh. What? Um, a monocle. Oh, surely there'll be a gentleman's outfitters that sells them. No, but you want a prescription monocle, surely. Oh, I see. I thought you meant for affectation. Mm. No, I mean, I I think I could get away. The right eye's perfectly fine. I I wouldn't mind them. Do you think I could carry off a monocle? <laughs> anyway, oh, Gareth. Yeah, look. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I got, I had a conversation with the optician because I said I do a lot of driving because of my job. And he said, what's your job? And I said, oh, I'm, I'm a comedian. Uh, and he said, oh, yeah, I like that. I watched, I watched that Mark the Week. He's Irish. And mm, I, I picked up on that immediately. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I watched that Mark the Week. I like that. And I said, oh, who, who's your, who's your favourite? And um, it's quite a good personality test, I think, who's your favourite on Mark the Week. And yeah. he said... Um, so suddenly you're testing him. Yeah. Mm. All the tables have turned. Yeah, and but maybe um, he took your red-green approach and just said anyone <laughs> that came to mind just to <laughs> shut you up. That's true. Who did he well, say? Well, he said Hugh Dennis. Oh, oh he's the one I know. He's an outnumbered, yeah. yeah. That's an, an intellectual outro. choice, because people yeah. usually say Frankie yeah. Ball, even yeah, though he's not someone, on it. He's not one of the big, you know, you, he's steady and reliable, but I don't think he's one of the big hitters. Mm. Oh. Is that controversial? Oh. <laughs> you know, he's not... Everybody's he's, a critic. He's always <laughs> there. He's always Everybody there. in this studio is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I uh-huh. like him. Did, oh, you, oh, did oh. you make this point? No. I just silently judged him. Oh, OK. Yeah, it's a, it's a quiet... <laughs> it's a lovely, cosy little place, the optician's dark room where you <laughs> sit, though, isn't it? Oh, it's like mm. Santa's grotto. Mm. I do like it in there. It's mm. the reds and the greens, I think. You wouldn't let anyone that close to your face in some way you didn't feel safe, I don't think. That's a good point. I get giggly that they they're do, so close in my they face. They do get close to your face. And I, I'm fearful for their breath. Mm. And I sense they are as well, because often they... Because mm. they know it's, it's, it's the ultimate. It's funny enough, I, I cut my girlfriend's fringe the other morning. Why did you do that? Well, I, was watching the t- ninja stars. I was watching the test match when I got up in the morning and then she came in and said, oh, oh Frank, sorry, um, 
Can, you, you couldn't cut my fringe, could you, before I go to work? Well, it's a big thing to... It's a big ask. Oh, my God. Why did she do so that? I, had, I said, well, can you stand there so I can keep an eye on the cricket? Oh, no, you didn't even oh pay your God. full attention. No, can I just say, that the is cricket. the worst haircut that's ever happened to a human being. <laughs> Frank Skinner, whilst watching the, te- the ashes... I mean, what if something had happened? Frank, that's awful. Well, I, I, I thought it... I was quite pleased with it. Did I it mean, go I all right? It's what I, I cut it the first time I cut it. What is a little bit uneven, so I took. Oh a little, my god! I took a little. It seemed to. It, you could sort of see the, the course of the over. <laughs> you could. You could. It was like a, a scoreboard, it was like a graph. So you can imagine a human <laughs> hair a cricket scoreboard. Mm. So you could see the dot ball and then the boundary where it went a little bit high and then there. But I went up a, a bit and straightened it. I, I was moving by the end of it into emo Phillips territory. <laughs> Was it like a coastal shelf? I'm worried about this haircut. I thought I was quite pleased. She's with a it. very beautiful girl, so thankfully she can carry it off. But you would not be my hairdresser of choice. She's hot. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Steady. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I, it turned out quite well. And then I went to see a friend last night. Yeah. And her 12 year old daughter, who I used to think was eight. Um, he's thinking of moving into a, a fringe territory. Oh, I thought you were going to say moving in, moving into a commune or something. <laughs> no, no, we don't have the youth. Mm. Uh, and her mum said, "I'm not sure. I think she's a bit young for a fringe," which I thought was an interesting concept. Mm. But I, th- I, believe, I mean, you see, young. Didn't Shannon Matthews have a fringe? Frank. What? She did, didn't she? Well, yeah. How old was she? Yeah, but I wouldn't base sort of yeah, parental decisions on... on that. I don't like the way you use, you use the word base, what I mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> Are you thinking of the divan? Is that what you're thinking of? <laughs> anyway, she had a fringe and she was a, a young... But I said, oh, look, I, I said I cut my sister's... Uh, my uh, girlfriend's sister's fringe of the day. I said, actually, it looked quite well. Um, looked quite well, looked quite good. I said, mm. so I'm, I'm happy mm. to do yours. And she <laughs> said, I don't think so. She said, the thing is, did she all ever really have a fringe? It's a very good um, young girl logic. I said, mm. yeah, she already had a fringe. She said, oh, well, that's it. She said, in my case, you'd have to make a fringe. What you did oh, was maintenance. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's that very true. true. Yeah, very good point, I thought. And maintenance is far easier. Oh, yeah. The other comedy programme I saw this week mm. was I watched um, Mock... Uh, no, not Mock the Week. That was... Uh, um, never mind the Buzzcocks. Oh, oh yes. yeah. And um, Lee Mack was on. Oh, he's a friend of the show. Friend of the show. Is he? Oh, friend right. of mine. Friend of the show. He is a friend of the show. Yeah. Though he says you yeah. can't be a friend of a comedian. That's what he always no, that's says. That's what yeah. he says. And he was, um, I mean, he stood in how many weeks did he stand in? Maybe three weeks? Maybe three yeah. Weeks. Um, and I thought, oh. On our show, you mean? Yeah. No, I'm never mind the no, Moscow. I'm just on, on yeah. this one. Not just on this one. Um, and I thought he he was really good. Mm. He was really good. And I mm. thought, oh, I'd love to tell him. And then I realised. I have no way of contacting him. Don't you have his phone number? No, he didn't give me his phone number while he was here. No emails or anything. I've got his phone number. Have you? I've got his phone number. Have you? You've got his phone number. Emma? Yeah? You've got his phone number as well? (laughs) (laughs) So he's given it to everyone except you, basically. I think Daisy's got it as well. You're joking. No. So you are the only person who hasn't got his phone number. Maybe you could give it to me and I could... Um, well, I, I don't give out celebrity numbers. <laughs> right. No, if I gave Lee Matt your number, he'd be on to me two seconds <laughs> after you call. <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> oh, this oh, is God, why he hasn't got sorry. any comedy friends. Well, I'll, I'll tell him that you liked him on... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could tell him from me, tell him from me. I'll do that. That's, it's lovely. He's a very funny bloke. I'm not at all surprised that he was... He He's was very funny. Over good. text, Frank, he's hilarious, <laughs> Look, what about he? What about Shane and Lee's? 
Oh my god! Can we do that? Is such, that really surprised me. It's, it's the strangest. Thing Shane Warne, probably the best spin bowler of all time with a legal action, um, versus Liz Hurley. Well, not versus. No. Interesting <laughs> yeah. view on relationships, though, Frank. Uh. I'm thinking of it as a head-to-head. You said what? No, I just meant... Yeah, so... Uh, this Hurley takes a, legal action. What an odd combination. Got, uh, legal uh, action. That's well, it's so strange. There. Something. So there's mm. something there. Yeah. You could workshop it. Yeah. There's a whiteboard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I found the nature of their courtship, which I was following on Twitter, I have to say... Mm. Rather extraordinary. Because she's doing that whole posh girl thing. She's obviously worked out that's what he likes. Being, well, she calls him a caveman. She says, ooh, you're such a caveman. And that's just how she says it, I'm sure. Yeah, and she says at one point, I'm striding around in gumboots. Oh! So, but that's that's obviously what appeals to him, I think, the posh tossy thing. Yeah, but I can see her liking a caveman. Mm. Although he's not really a caveman. He's he's an ex-spin bowler, and the spin bowlers... You know, if you're a spin bowler, it's all about guile and uh, and thought. It's not like these big, bustling, strong, muscular ones. You know, he's, he, he, he knows the mystery of the doosra. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't forget that. I certainly haven't. I think that the caveman... I, I see myself more not as a caveman. You'd agree. Oh, you're very much not a caveman, nor you, Gareth. I'm no, more of a restoration fop, is how I see you're myself. You're not a caveman. Gareth's more a little woodland creature. Sylvanian you're... family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is Sylvanian family's grandfather. Yeah. Well, well, we've gone right back. We've gone before caveman to when man was a woodland creature. <laughs> oh, I think man still is in Sylvanian families. I don't think of them as a historical... Um, creatures i think of them as they live in a a sort of parallel world i think they still live secretly in our world frank i see you as medieval jester oh no timothy claypole sort of thing oh yeah yorick yeah yes yes um well i wouldn't i've often um wonder i i once went to a fancy dress party as a as a jester Mm. and with all the bells and all that and i looked in the mirror and i thought i can see i could see me in this because, you know, it's, it's it's part of a long tradition. Exactly. Yeah. But Restoration Fop, I can see me with a powdered periwig. And, um, oh, yes, maybe. Yeah, and, and maybe going, oh, fire <laughs> the pox on you, sir! <laughs> I, could, I could see that. I might start opening the show like that in the new year. Oh, great. What do you think? That's good. I don't know how Ben Jones detected me in a false beauty spot and a lace handkerchief. What does... Um, Liz Hurley do now? Does she still act? Well, she um, has a successful range of low-fat snack bars. Does she? She has a farm. Where she raises... She's about to do a reality show. Mm. Does she have um, a fragrance? She does. Ah, Well, not a personalised fragrance, but she works with a cosmetics house. She also... She works on a farm, so she's got a fragrance. But is it it her farm, or is it the the husband she's just about to leave? No, he does something in computers in India. That's another story. Mm. And, um, yeah, she's quite... She's a businesswoman now. So the acting's gone out the window? Yeah. Wow, was it ever really in the window? (laughs) Apart from that dress, I couldn't tell you that much about Liz Hurley's career. Married to Hugh Grant? No. no. No, never married. Girlfriend to you, Graham. Never married. Oh, someone in the paper said she should have... That, one thinks of them so much as a couple, they should have just stayed together. She should have accepted that that's her fate. Mm. A bit like um, Brian and Kerry 
You really <laughs> feel that they were made for each other. I still feel they'll get back together yeah. sometime. They'll meet at a, you know, some sort of clinic. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, start talking about the old times. And Shane's, Shane's wrong for Liz, though, with his, his frosted highlights, and he's not the most stylish of men, is Can he? Can you believe that Australians still do that dye blonde hair highlight thing? It's awful. Yeah, well, I just, I can't, I don't know that it still goes on. It seems odd. Anyway, that's, uh, it, it is the, the strange relationship of mm. the year. Mm. Came in a very, very late entry for that. It did. I don't know what the previous ones would have been. I think there was... Um, what I was that know. one? Uh, Susan Ball and Rupert Everett, there was that rumour. <laughs> Do you remember that rumour? Yeah, but apparently he didn't have much choice in that. No, no, I heard that. I heard he was seized. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> he couldn't... What with him being on top of the Empire State Building? <laughs> he couldn't really try and break free. He had to just lie there and wait till she finished. It was as simple as that. <laughs> oh, what a great year she's had there. God bless. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm liking this. It's, got, it's the last thing of the year, this. Yeah. The, our last part of the year. And it's got a sort of post-Christmas dinner oof, feel A little bit to it. slumpy, are you Yeah, suggesting? but I think that's all right. Nothing wrong with that. I don't cozy, think people... Cozy, warm. My theory Blowy. is people don't want to laugh too much this time of the year. <laughs> you know, so... Um, Judging by, uh, yes. I mean, so, we're not uh, going to make the funniest things of the year's list. It's too late in the year, you know. Take it easy. Well, I, I've already, I've got a late entry for yeah, the Yeah, I funniest. know you did. No, no, not me. <laughs> what? I, 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 I thought one of the funniest things of the year was the um, the dog trainer. Who, well, what did was you that see about again? Him? He charged £1,000 for a 12-week course, this bloke, to train your dog. Mm. And uh, he used letters of endorsement from celebrities. Mm. Uh, the celebrities who endorsed and said what, how brilliant he was and what a great dog trainer was Bruce Forsyth, <laughs> Liam Gallagher and Bobby Liam Davro. <laughs> and Davro. Um, well, you like, some, you like the Davrovian. Yeah, I, I like all things Davrovian, <laughs> but even so, it turns out he'd made up the whole thing. None what of weird them, people. None of them had written a letter <laughs> can, or ever. Can I read you the one from Liam Gallagher? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to hear that. Um, hi, Laura and Grant. Just a quick note. My As if he'd <laughs> say that. Yeah. Yeah, just a quick note. <laughs> My two Rotties are now perfect security dogs. I oh, was that Rottweilers? <laughs> yeah, I appreciate all the effort. No, no, he's, he's got... Um, <laughs> That's all saints. <laughs> yeah, he's got foot Rotties. I thought about his feet. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate all the time and effort both of you put into handling my dogs. Liam. What I it love it. sounds like him, doesn't what, it? What the thing is with it is that um, if you if you're going to make these things up, you could have said Barack Obama, Madonna. Yeah. Why go for Liam and Davra and Matt Cardle? You know, he could have aimed high, but now he's he's just gone random. I liked it afterwards. Apparently, Liam said he felt sullied. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, because that's so the that's worst how. thing anyone's ever said about you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, that's I, just how he always feels. Yeah. <laughs> they had a thing in the paper about this bloke's training methods, and they said uh, sometimes he would pick the dog up by the collar and hit it on the nose with a magazine. Oh. Right? And also he broke a puppy's leg during the oh, training. That's, that's, and, uh, that's a no-no. And someone said... Uh, a lot of people, um, a lot of owners were worried about him, but they thought, well, if it's good enough for Bruce, it's good enough for me. <laughs> so there he is breaking your dog's legs, and you're thinking, yeah, but you can't get round the, the Forsythian endorsement. No. 
What's what a it? strange collection. What an extraordinary triumvirate. <laughs> I'm often put off by um, celeb, rather than drawn towards something. I find, you know, um, I remember there used to be a thing in the paper, Enjoy the Marbella Sun with Michael Greco. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was a golfing, it was a golfing trip you could go on. And not only did you have three days of golf with the Marbella Sun, but Michael Greco didn't just play golf, he sort of hung around with you, dead like, like he was a mate. Member of the family. Yeah. And uh, I thought, could I go and have the golf and not have the Michael Greco? Was yeah. that cheaper? <laughs> and then there's that, um, you know that June Whitfield in, on the daytime? Oh, yeah. June Whitfield, you get a clip from an now old you get the pen, do you, as well, the free pen with oh, the... the... That's just for inquiry. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, I might inquire. Yeah. Knocking we... on a bit now. Yeah, you probably... I think you have to be 50 to inquire. I'll, I'll see if I can get you a pen. Oh, thanks. <laughs> anyway, um, she says... That she says something like, oh, what a carry-on, which is, you know, quite a clever yeah. play-on. And then, the, I mean, the subtext is... I used to be in comedy films, but now I'm I'm dwelling mainly on death. So it's like I used to hear laughter and now I hear <laughs> the, the the shovel hitting the soil. <laughs> and I think, oh, that's... I don't... No. If, if someone's going to sell death on the telly, I'd rather it's someone I didn't know. I never really knew when they were vibrant and young and alive. I don't want to see her happy and young and lovely and then say... No, I agree with no, you. No, it's come to this. Well, it's not a great thing to advertise anyway, let's no. be honest. No, well, I mean, who is it that does the walk-in bath? Is it Hannah Gordon? Oh, yeah. And oh, I... I like, when you get the, uh, in, in the magazines when they do uh, endorsements... The walk-in bath? You get, you get well, in, anyone, oh, yeah. you get, like, the mock signature at the end. <laughs> you know, the printed signature, like, like it's some seal of approval. I might be doing Hannah... It might not be Hannah Gordon. I might be doing her a disservice. No, there is a, a sort of Angela Lansbury-esque type lady who does it. Yes, it could And be I can't remember... No, she wouldn't do... She's murder. She wrote. Why would she be doing walking baths with a signature? Well, you know, what, when's the last time they made a new series of Murder, She Wrote? Well, that's true. I think they should do a walk-out bath for when you're in a huff, when you have an argument in the bath. That'd be good. And, and the then they didn't, they didn't stop the water coming out, because really what you want <laughs> is to just flood the place. <laughs> I thought, I'm sure Lawrence Delalio did, like, a hair loss thing. Well, Shane Warne did a hair did loss he? thing, yeah. Did he? Oh, God, yeah. That's quite actually, a bad I one think, to be associated with. Oh, I think Greco did as well. This is a... Greco did, did too. Greco did do that. What a weird coincidence Greco, on the hair loss Greco front. Greco 2000. What is that stuff? Yeah. Gre yeah, Greco 2000. No, it's good. <laughs> Don't feel bad about it. I'm writing it down. <laughs> I bottled it. No, I, I, I'm going to put it to... Good bottle it, you can sell it. Someone said something to... Like, Ethan was at the doctor's this week. Ethan is yeah. Garrett's 18-month-old son. He knows Paul. He was running around... You sounded like a Crofts commentator <laughs> there. Yeah. <laughs> he was running around like a maniac. And, and a woman there said, Oh, they've got so much energy, haven't they? If only we could bottle it and sell it, we'd make a fortune. Mm. And I thought, what kind of a terrifying world do you live in where you imagine somehow... Extracting the energy of toddlers. Yeah, essence of toddlers. Yeah, essence of toddlers. Putting it in a bottle so people can buy it. That's. I'd rather enjoy the Marbella Sun with Michael Gray. <laughs> <laughs> but only if he was pinned, if he was staked out, <laughs> covered in honey. I liked it when he did Celebrity Love Island and he couldn't swim, so everyone else kind of was diving in and he had to arrive in a special boat. Well, is it that he couldn't swim? Yeah. Or is there in any way a hairpiece involved <gasps> I'm leaving it oh, there you're I'm so leaving it there clever.
I am leaving it. And where am I leaving it? <laughs> there. <laughs> oh dear! On the dog and animal front as well. Did you did you see the RSPCA um, strange calls that they had? Oh yeah, I love that. The cat on the roof. Woman said, "There's a cat trapped on the roof." When they got up there, it was a satellite dish. <laughs> And wasn't there a cat in a bush and it was a jumper with a reindeer pattern on it? Yeah, but I can see that to some extent. <laughs> you know, a crumpled. A crumpled if it was a brown. Yeah. Yeah. But. It's got a face. A satellite. Oh, yeah, one of those. Is it one of those sort of circular cats that are <laughs> concave with a sort of a central <laughs> strut like the RKO opening title? Yeah, that kind of cat. No, that's a satellite. <laughs> the, the jumper under the bush thing. Do you ever find that, that in clothes in the street? Mm. I like clothes on the tube. You know when you walk down the street and sometimes you'll see, like, uh, a fleece top over a fence? I always thought, what is that? My brother-in-law takes those. No. He has, yeah. He's got a shirt that I think he found on a beach. And I said, well, obviously, someone had gone for a swim. It was a beach. So someone had left their clothes yeah. in there. set of clothes. <laughs> yeah. At the swimming baths. <laughs> <laughs> I keep finding all these clothes hanging out of lockers. Yeah. The Man United home dressing room. There was loads of clothes that just been left here. Watches, wallets. Lovely stuff. Shame to just leave it. No, but I always think that it's like the homeless of, um, you know, just because the world is their bedroom. Oh, yeah. That it's like, the, you know, the bedroom chair that you leave clothes on from the night. It's like that. Or the exercise um, bike. Yeah. The earth is a homeless person's yeah. bedroom chair. It's true. Think of it cross if you move stuff around. You know, they know where everything is. Mm. One woman phoned up and asked if she could borrow a cat just to get rid of the mice in her house. Phoned the RSPCA. That's quite a good idea. I think it's an excellent... Me and David Baddiel went away for two weeks to write once in a cottage in Oxfordshire and we tried to hire a dog <laughs> for two weeks. Just to take for walks and just to have a rag. So we're in the country. And I thought you tried to hire a dog? Yeah, well, I thought, you know, if you sit back to see dogs, Sam, they're locked up there just all the time. Just for two weeks? Well, you know, that's There's all we were going sleazy. for. It's not something very not right about it's it. Why? Like a dog escort. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's like. Well, no... Two grown men going away to stay in a cottage together and they want to hide a dog. It's no not hide a dog. You did say hide a dog. I didn't like the sound. Play of that. hide the dog. Yeah, you're making no, it sound like not. some great train robbery thing. <laughs> but no, wouldn't you no, wouldn't you feel right. sad when you had to say goodbye to the dog? But that's one always feels sad at the end of a holiday. <laughs> oh, the end of God. a holiday is all about goodbyes and getting back to normal for us and for the dog. I agree with Gareth. I think there's it's no, a bit like an escort. There's situation. no accountability. The dog, dog can't dog, tell anyone what's happened. Dog of the night. No, but it, um, you know, he could get a thorough checkup when it got back to Battersea. Oh God! If there were cigarette burns and the like, then they'd be identified. Be like a car, you know. No, when you hire a car, mind, we they check round it. We are celebrities. It it's not like it's you know. What what harm nice. would have come to it? It would have had a lovely week of running around the country and being. You we know, are spoiled. celebrities. <laughs> I love this idea that, that means it will come to no harm, Phil Spector. <laughs> yeah, well, there is that. Yeah. But, um, well, he never had any dogs, Phil Spector. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Respect. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, the softest, mintiest show in town. Sponsored by Tree Bar Soft Mints. Absolute 